So a quick announcement about what the next... I can tell you right now what the next 10 episodes of Patreon will be. Yes. If you are going to sign up for our Patreon, every level gets a bonus episode. Yes, that is correct. And the bonus episodes are going to be... All hairspray. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, they're going to be our top five movies each. Yep. So... Two Drink Cinemas top, top 10, 10 movies. movies. So we've realised this many episodes in that we haven't reviewed any of our favourites yet. So we're going to review them for bonus episodes on the Patreon. Yeah. And the first one's going to be... Hairspray. So, listeners, jump onto our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema, if you want to get our bonus episodes and hear our reviews of our favourites. Yes. Two drink cinema! Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are here after seeing No Time to Die. It is another catch up of a cinema release that the rest of the world has seen. Has seen two months ago. So when were we meant to? Well, it was the first one of the first movies to be delayed because of the pandemic. I feel like we were going to see it in October, October last or year, September thirty or yeah. something like and that. And then it got pushed to April twenty twenty one. Yeah, uh, and that's then it got pushed to October twenty twenty one. Yes, but in Melbourne, that has become November. 2021. Yes. 11th of November. So this is our review of that. Um, Just before anybody listens any further, welcome, Brett. Thank you, Lee. I thought you were going to say something else then. I was, but then I realised I hadn't introduced you (laughs) or welcomed you. If people are listening, they know me by now. They might not. Imagine if you were just out there going, I wonder if there's any podcasts about James Bond. We could be the only one. We could be the only one that's ever talked about this movie. Yeah. We aren't, though. (laughs) If you are listening, this film is a film. That is correct. And stuff happens. And this review is a review, and it is going to contain spoilers. Very much so. But not spoilers like, oh, the baddie gets caught. No, that's not a spoiler. That's... Yeah. Of what happens in every movie. These are like franchise level spoilers. Yeah. So This is like I am Luke, I am your father. Yeah. Level That's exactly spoiler. what I was thinking last night when I was thinking, how am I going to introduce it? I'm going to say it's Luke, I'm your father. This is like Bruce Willis was dead. Yeah. Shout out to Dean if you're listening for ruining that one. Uh it is like Bruce Willis is dead, but add twenty four movies before <laughs> yeah. the sixth sense that built up to this moment. So um, we'll we'll straight up say the non-spoiler things. Yes, and then we'll go into spoilers. Okay. Rami Malek is good. Rami Malek is good, even though he mumbles. I thought yes. that he just kind of has kept his Freddie Mercury teeth in for some of the movie. Yeah, there was a bit of that going on. Um, <laughs> Do you know what I am doing here, Mister Bond? I quite. That's, that was that was it. That was actually not bad. Yeah, that was good. Oscar. I, I quite like the um, 
the I quite like Daniel Craig's Bond. He's a good he's good he's a good Bond, but Bond is different. He's made it different. Yes. He's made it like a different character to Sean Connery. His swagger, his strut is very different to Connery's Moore's I don't know if George Lazenby had a strut. I don't know. Or Timothy Dalton. I don't think George Lazenby was around long enough to develop a strut. Yeah, true. And Pierce Brosnan, I don't remember strutting. No, he was just like cool. Yeah. So we will get into a little bit later the development of James Bond as a character under Daniel Craig's presentation. Oh, I was wondering why your levels aren't going down because I'm turning the wrong thing. That's good. Anyway, apologies for any sound issues. This is a rushed recording so that we can get it out close to the Melbourne premiere. Yeah. Uh, Rami Malek is good. He is a good baddie because, no offence to Rami Malek, Mm. you have an odd face. Yes. Like you've got the face of a bad guy. That sounds really bad. He's got a face that can become a bad guy. Like Christoph Waltz, who is I've never seen be a good person. Or um, Donald Pleasance. He played a Bond party. Donald Pleasance. Back to our Halloween. Yeah. Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Have you seen Christopher Lee do anything good? Not no. good. Everything's good. Not as in play a good Goodies. character. Always bad. Not that I can think of. But I think for Christopher Lee, it's more his voice. Yes. That makes him the baddie. And um, yeah, and then Mike Myers, who's played goodies and baddies, yeah, not in Bond films, no but in Bond ripoffs. <laughs> so, all right, what are we going to talk about first? The plot. Maybe. Should we talk about the second credited person in the film, Anna de Armas? Yes, that's not probably. That's a very <laughs> Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas. No, no, I just said it the same. She's very good. She's good. She's only in. She's in about one ten minutes. Sequence. He goes to Cuba, and she helps him out in that. It's such a trope. I know you can't. It shouldn't be a oh look at this trope because there's it's twenty. A trope. There's twenty five Bond films. The whole movie is a trope. The whole movie is a tro- like Bond movies have gone beyond action tropes, and there's yeah, that's it's, it's a Bond owned, trope. It's its own thing. It's its, it's own like, category. Oh, oh, do you want to drink? Oh my God, what's he going to order? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, there's a woman. Are they going to have sex? Oh, yes. Not at an Not all of them. Not at all the um, 007. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to well, wait, but okay, there you go. There you go. So um, we start the film with him and... Oh, there's a pre, pre-bit. Yeah. Like the girl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. We start the film with him and Madeline. Or before that. Oh, yeah, before that. Oh, the, the pre, the right, the real pre thing. Yeah, the pre. I thought you meant the, the pre, pre Billie Eilish thing. The, well, the pre-pre. The pre-pre thing. See, this is how I like my Bond things to go. The first bit, and then he shoots, and then it goes into the thing. The but that didn't happen. That has, doesn't happen for all, most of them. It happened. I know it happened at the start of Casino Royale, so maybe I just think that's how they all start. Because I think Casino Royale reinvented Bond. 
I think as well, movies have changed since the first. Like you think, like back in the day when the older ones were coming out, like the 60s and 70s, yep. credits were at the start. Yes. So then they got to do the credits and a song and it became its old, and a whole thing. Yeah. Then people didn't do credits at the start anymore. Well, they didn't have to. The Academy changed their rules, didn't they? Well, I think they, at, so at one point I thought that, what, as in like eligibility for songs, it had no. to be during the movie. And if it was just a song that was over the credits, it wasn't eligible. No, I think they changed their things about titles because there's a thing that Star Wars wasn't eligible for the Academy Awards because it didn't say at the very start, directed by George Lucas or a George Lucas film. Oh. It just comes up and says Lucasfilm and then bang, you got the music and the, oh. the scroll. So I think that's a thing. But that might be separate to putting credits at the end. Yeah, I think that is a completely separate thing. But then... I was thinking that during the song, though, that this is one of the few franchises, these are the few movies that you've seen where full title right. sequence at the start. Yeah. Because it's the thing with Bond movies. Now. Yeah. You have to have the song at the start. The Bond song. Or what did you think of the, the song? It was good. Yeah. It's a, very, it's a good... It's, it's a Bond song. Yes, yes. It's um, Billie Eilish, for those that who don't know. It's Billie well, Eilish. Well, you should know because if you're listening to this, you would have seen the movie. <laughs> if you're still listening to this and haven't seen the movie, we've already given you one spoiler, and that was a minor spoiler. Yeah. So, And we didn't even give you any details. So that's the smallest of the big spoilers we've yeah. got. So switch um, off. Go and watch it, then come back. I'm not a huge Billie Eilish fan. Because all her songs sound the same and she's a whiny teenager. Yes. Right? And I just don't generally don't like her voice. Yeah. Um, but it was good. Of the five Daniel Craigs, the only song I can bring to mind is Skyfall. Well, Skyfall and the Sam Smith one. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Sam Smith. And then this one. I don't remember a song in Casino Royale. There would have been one, but I don't yeah. remember it. And I don't remember a song called Quantum of Solace because that's the worst name for a movie and a song. The Casino Royale Bond song um, doesn't come up when you Google Casino Royale Bond song. Okay, just in case you're wondering. Casino Royale soundtrack. Oh, it was Chris Cornell. Oh, yeah. Yes, I remember that now. Music. I don't remember the song, but I remember You that Know was... My Name, Chris Cornell. No, it's not... Call it the name of the movie. No, it's because the whole thing with Casino Royale is him getting his double O status. And so oh. I think they kind of went away from that. So this on Wikipedia says the song's main notes... I think they probably mean phrases because there's not... Oh, there's a C in You Know oh, My Name. There's C. also a C later in the orchestra. That's main. The song's main phrases, I'll edit Wikipedia on the fly, are played throughout the film as a substitute for the James Bond theme to represent Bond's youth and inexperience. The classic theme only plays during the end credits to signal the climax of his character arc. So what? we had Chris Cornell, Sam Smith... Not in this order. Adele. Adele. The Quantum of Solace one was called Another Way to Die, and it was Jack White and Alicia Keys. Oh, it was Jack White. 
when See, I don't it, know that when one. When did it become not a British person? Madonna. Mm. The world is not enough. Die another day. Wasn't she die another day? No, I thought she was the world is not enough. I thought the world is not enough was Shirley Bassey. Was That's it? recent though. I know. It was, Garbage it was, was the world is not enough. Yeah. American rock band Garbage. Yeah, she was die another day. Yeah, okay. I don't, think it was, I don't think it was very good. Well, yeah, probably not. Anyway. The song was good. It's a very Bond song. It's not as um, electronic and produced as the rest of Billie Eilish's um, whiny stuff. Yes, I enjoyed it. It definitely had a Bond vibe opening, which I don't think the... Pierce Brosnan ones did. No. Like The World Is Not Enough and Die Another Day didn't, they just felt like songs to release yeah, rather okay. than being Bond theme songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even remember the GoldenEye one. Anyway, let's move on. We'll move on. We'll, yeah, we'll save that for one of our Patreon episodes where we go through 25 Bond films. <laughs> what are you up to? Oh, fucking Live and Let Die. I'm up to The Man with the Golden Gun. Which I think is after. I haven't seen Roger Moore yet. So whatever his first one is, which I think is Living Let Die. I think so. Anyway. No Time to Die. So at the very start, there's a little girl and she falls into the ice and this man with a mask saves her life. Well, the man with the mask is coming to her home to find her father because her father killed his family. Yes. So he kills the mother but spares her life for some reason. And... You would, if you saw the start of it, you'd think you're in a horror movie. It's like four jump stairs, jump scares. Oh yeah, and that mask. Yeah, the mask is kind of creepy. And there was a person actually in the cinema when that came up, like at the window with the mask. Was that was just like, oh, was it the woman behind me? <laughs> no, it was like some kid down the front. Because well, it wasn't one of the kids down the front because they came in while Billie Eilish was singing about 15 minutes into the movie. Yeah, six of them as well. Um, the Woman behind me gasped six times throughout the movie. You know, within like the first hour. Well, no, three of them at the start and then three of them within five minutes of each other because there was three reveals. One was big. Two, Two you should have put together after you saw the first one. Yeah. But she gasped at all three. Mm. So Bond... That is 15 years ago. The girl is saved from the ice by the man in the mask. Yeah, I knew it was sometime in the late 2000s, early or late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, because she was playing with a Tamagotchi. Of a Tamagotchi. And she was listening to a CD. Mm. So it wasn't now. The Bond is retired at the start of the present time of this movie. Yes. And he's off somewhere with Madeline. Who is the little girl from the start. Which, Which we knew. You well, don't know, but you, you kind know, of put together. But you work out that it's her little flashback. Then the first of three times Bond gets exploded happens outside the grave of Vesper Lind. Yep. Then a man who dressed like the documentary maker from Spice World chases him through the streets of whatever <laughs> Spanish or Italian city they're in. Yeah. Did you get that vibe from uh, Sp- the Cyclops yeah, guy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what is he dressed like? I'm like... He's that guy from Spice World. <laughs> and there was a, a gasp moment for more than one person in the theatre when he rode the motorbike 
up the wall. Yeah. And like, and a few people went, oh, like yeah. it's James Bond. He James does Bond, shit like that. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he can automatically drive, fly, operate any kind of machinery he just picks up off the street. Yeah. But if you've ridden a motorbike, you've ridden a motorbike. But also, he's yeah. he's a 007. Yeah, he's he's the... Doing, he's been doing it. He's he's 45 years old and he's been doing it for 50 years. I yeah. Mean, yeah. 60 years? 1963? Three? Nearly 60 years. Nearly yeah. 60 years. I was thinking... Daniel look a day over 50. Well, I was going to say, Daniel Craig looks a bit old, but then I was like, Sean Connery... In the, when he did him and then came back for when one. When he came back for one, he was an old man. Yeah. But also, he is meant to be retired, so it makes sense that he's a little bit older looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then he, he ends up getting apparently betrayed by Madeline. Apparently. Yes. She's we, the daughter of a spectre. We don't need to go too much into the the theory of it. It's very... Was she at the end of the one before this? Uh, I haven't seen it. Have I seen it? I don't remember. Wasn't that like five years ago? The one before this was Spectre, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Was she at the end of it? Dr. No, it's 1962, so it's pretty much 60 years. I don't think that she was at the end of the last one. Yeah, Spectre was... Um, yeah, Spectre was 2015. Oh. I think I've skipped some in my watching of the Bonds. So I've watched Dr. No from Rush with Love, Goldfinger. Thunderball, You Only Live Twice. Yeah, I've watched those. On Her Majesty's Secret Service is George yeah. Lazenby Up in the Mountains. I've watched that one, unfortunately. Then Sean Connery comes back for Diamonds Are Forever. Yes, that's the last one I watched. Okay. Diamonds Are Forever. <laughs> Forever, forever. You're up to Live and Let Die. Yeah. I'm up to The Spy Who Loved Me. I just finished The Man with the Golden Gun. So okay, we're into the good. Roger Moores now. Good. Um, apparently, GoldenEye was written for Timothy Dalton to Too do old. not long after it. Oh, but then there was a big gap. But then there was issues. MGM had their second or third bankruptcy. Oh, who knows? And then also Timothy Dalton was like, I don't want to be typecast as James Bond. And so he's never done anything And he's since. done, the best thing he's done since then is... Hot fuzz. Hot fuzz. Yeah. So probably not the best career decision no. for uh, Timothy Dalton. Daniel Craig. So yeah, he, he gets blowed up a lot in this movie. Like, like you said, three times. And not like from a distance, like right on him. At one point, like a grenade blows up at his feet. At his feet. And, he's, and he's just like, oh, I'm a bit winded. now. I'm well, I was thinking that must be a shock, one of those shock grenades. Not that I know anything about grenades. Not a boom grenade. Okay. Because I think there's grenades that shock and there's grenades that explode like bomb fire. Okay. Because if that had been a bomb fire one, he would have just died. Well, in the Nintendo 64 game of GoldenEye, yes. I'm just aware of the ones that go boom. Yeah, and that wasn't a one that went boom, or he wouldn't have been able to then get up and walk up the well, stairs. Well, who knows? He, sh- he should have died eight times in this movie. Yeah, true. Let alone the 24 movies before it. Yep. So he then is taken 
Well, then he's away in Jamaica. And then he goes to... Or somewhere in the Caribbean. Yeah. Which I assume is Jamaica because it's a very... Like, Bond is always going to Jamaica. He And then it was very obvious, like, how do we not say we're in Jamaica, but make it Jamaica? Uh, We'll play Calypso music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole time. The whole time. Even in the club that they go to. Yeah, there's when, a little so clip. There's James a steel Bond, drum band. James Bond meets up with good his good mate Felix Leiter, who is not Austrian. Why did you say it like a South African though? Well, it's I, I was it was it, it sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger would say it a lot. Why well, you Felix Leiter? You know, or is that your Arnold Schwarzenegger doing a Christoph Waltz Get Blofeld? Get to the chopper, Arnold Felix Schwarzenegger Leiter. playing Get to the chopper, playing Blofeld. Yeah. He, um, that state agent, it's a good cover, I think. They, I'm trying to say, we don't need to talk about the plot. No, if you know the plot, there's a thing, there's yeah. a mission, he has to help, there's a bad guy, there's a hot chick, and there's about five. So the, um, Q's a gay now. Yeah, which was done well. Was done well, but I read, I saw some stuff leading up to it. It's like, oh, it's great, blah 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 blah, and I was expecting something, and it was just like, he's coming over for dinner. Oh, is that it? Is that all you get? That's, That's it. Is do we want more than that? I would have liked to have. You know what would have been funny? Yep. Is if he, who was going over to Q's house for a dinner yes. date, would have rocked up. It was Rami Malek? Oh no. no, would have rocked up. While James Bond and Money Penny were there, one well, think he's getting into some polyamory thing. Just go, I'll leave you to it. <laughs> yeah. Winky wink, nudge nudge. Or he's getting very jealous because obviously Q is into older older men. Older men. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think it's an interesting, but not particularly complex way of getting Bond out of retirement. Felix Leiter, his good mate, comes and says, you're the only man for the job. And one goes, yeah, okay. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> that could have been done probably 20 times before this. Yeah. I, like it's, it's, and then it's obviously then, well, with the plot, it links back with Spectre and Blofeld and everything. Yes. He's like, you know, well, I have to be involved now. Yeah, I thought it was... It didn't seem too... You, like we've said in other movies we've talked about, how it's a very complicated thing to get to yeah. why this is happening. Yeah. It wasn't that. It was just Leiter says, Oi, mission, Blofeld, Spectre. Bond yeah. goes, I'm in. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Rami Malik comes up later. I, I felt, so jumping to the end... No, mm-hmm. actually, jumping first to the fact that he's retired and someone else has been designated 007. Yep. A woman of colour. Correct. Right? Which is what portions of the world are screaming out as needs to be happening to Bond now. Yep. Okay? And she is good as a Bond. Mm-hmm. And... So that's one thing that's there, right? He's been replaced. Correct. And he has to deal with he's that. Retired, done. Then the end of the film, the very end, he dies. 
Yeah. Right? They, that's the spoiler, everyone. Right? <laughs> so with those two things in mind, and then we think about the that baddie plot. Yeah. The baddie plot it seems to just be a thing that's there while all of this Bond story happens. Okay. Oh, okay. Like you watch it. And it's got the baddie plot and he's got to find this and he's got to beat that. Yeah. But then at the end, once you add in the new 007 and the fact that he's died, Mm -hmm. the movie becomes a wrapping up of James Bond. Yes. And the main story becomes James Bond's wrapping up as a character. So a lot of people are saying after watching this movie, because I've seen bits and pieces, obviously, because we're the last people in the world to watch it. Yeah. But I've avoided spoilers. It it brings home the fact that Daniel Craig is the first Bond to have a story arc and a depth of character that goes over one, uh, longer than one longer movie. Longer than one movie, yeah. So we know, didn't you mention last night it was the George... Lazenby the one. George Lazenby one where he marries Diana Rigg. Yeah. And then in the wedding car, she dies. Yeah. Like Toadie on Neighbours. Yeah. So and then it's like, then it's like, well, that's why he can't love again. Well, and if you look back in the law, the world of Bond, yeah. and if you've read the Ian Fleming the books, that is the reason. Yes. But. Not that he wasn't a manslut before that. No. <laughs> But he'll never love again because his wife died. And we get that in Casino Royale when Vesper Lind dies. Yes. And so that, that that arc is followed throughout the other three. And then he's brought home in No Time to Die. Yeah. And so I think with the those kind of couple of things done differently, mm-hmm. the movie is less about a spy action thriller yep and more about a story of James Bond as madeline yes. says at the end to her daughter i'm going to tell you a story about a man yeah bond james bond and she smiles with her potentially fake blue eyes i believe so yeah they didn't like go through every kid in the world to go nah not blue enough not blue enough that mm, too blue not blue enough. They would do something like that. They're fake. They'd cast. They are. I reckon they. It's a kid with the kid has blue eyes, but they just like made them more blue to they, be like exactly do, like, like Daniel Craig. I can do on my Google phone just to put a little bit more blue over. Yeah, tint it a little bit more. Yeah. Lashana Lynch is very good as the new 007. She is, but I don't know if she's likable. She didn't come, I suppose yeah. it's like she's, uh, I don't know. Towards the end she is. At the start she's just like, um, I'm but 007 now. Uh, who the fuck are you? I don't think she is, I don't think they're setting her up to be a new Bond. You would think that's the obvious thing of the storyline. If you were keeping this same storyline going. But yeah. I don't think they will. No. I would do a whole new thing. I, I, I'd i do a Felix Leiter origin story. 
Well, they're not owned by Disney, so they're not going to do that. You know what I mean, though. <laughs> like that's a hundred percent what Disney and Marvel yeah. would do. The same story, the same movies, but instead of James Bond in the MI6, yeah. it's Felix Leiter. What they, the CIA. what they would do is they would do a Felix Leiter origin story movie. Yeah. And they do a TV series on Disney Plus. Yes. Of um, Lashana Lynch as yep. Numi working her way up to being double O. Yeah. There you go. Eon. Done. MGM. <laughs> We've just planned based the next five new, years. Based a new streaming service around that. They would too. Yeah. Imagine you had to buy MGM Plus. Ooh. That's a lot of movies. That is, a, that is a way they could make some money. Well, when they go to their sixth bankruptcy. I read a thing the other day owned, that they're owned by Amazon. But then why is it MGM and a Universal movie? So their parent company MGM. is MGM Holdings, Inc. Mm-hmm. And the sale to Amazon is pending. Ooh. So Amazon is trying to buy... Uh, yeah, Amazon. It's worth $4.2 billion of assets. The MGM? Mm. Yeah. They've got a few different owners, but we won't mm. go through it. But anyway. So we get to Lashana Lynch. Then, so, well, James Bond pretty much says, hey, hey, Felix Leiter, no, I'm retired. I'm not doing any more shit for you. Yeah. And they introduce a new CIA helper. This guy from the State Department. Yeah, Logan Logan Ash. Who who does smile too much. much. But I just, I was kind of saying before, and then I tried to stop myself, even though everybody listening has seen the film. Mm -hmm. I had no inkling that he was baddie. Oh, no, not at all. Until he was a baddie. But I probably. Because before that, when the whole like Heracles. Yeah. Project, whatever they were calling yeah. it. Um, like, how is it out there? Why is it still a thing? This is really dangerous. It was making M look like a bad guy. Yeah, well, I think there's there's quite often, and it's been more so in the Daniel Craig era of Bond, and in quite a lot of the last probably 15, 20 years of hero and spy kind of things and it comes up in Mission Impossible a bit as well and it, it's a big thing in the Bourne mm. is one man often I was going to say person but let's be honest it's men making a decision based on what they think is the right thing for the country or the yeah. world Yeah, and so that's come up again in this as M keeping the Heracles project going yeah. because he thought it was a good thing to do, even though other people, Bond included, had told him to shut it down. Yes. I probably would have shut it down. I don't see the point of it. Well, the I wouldn't cons have, outweigh the pros. I wouldn't have left it in the charge of a Russian. No, because... In the real world, obviously, I love Russians. In I've the got real nothing world, against I Russians. Know, I haven't met many. But Russian movie, bad guy. Yeah, Bond movie, Russian, bad guy. Yeah, for 60 years. Yes. Why is it always a Russian? Which makes when Bond says, my Russian is a bit rusty, like, no, it isn't, mate. No, it's not. You can speak fluent Russian or you would never have made double O. (laughs) Yeah. But also, Rami Malek didn't sound that Russian. But his name was Lucifer. 
Lucifer. Seven. But it wasn't Lucifer. It was Lucifer. Lucifer. Like, but yeah, okay, it's Lucifer Saffin. Yeah. Like, we get it. He's devil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, he's Russian wouldn't be rusty, James Bond. No, I would, like, rustier than his, what? Fighting skills. French. French. Also, the girl, the little girl is, let's say, five and a half. Yeah. Because it's been five years and a bit. Yeah. Since we saw Madeline. She can understand English. Yes. But not speak it. Yeah, which doesn't make sense. No. Because would she really be around that much English people? Well, not if they're in the middle of the Norwegian forest. Yeah, what a shit place to live. Like, picturesque, but like... That's where Angelica Houston Witches comes from. I wouldn't be living there. I would not be living there. Mm, True. She might lose a finger. Maybe. She might become... And no one can hear you. She might be... I was always thinking that at one point at the at the very very start of the movie with all the, with snow. the girls and she, the girls like mama mama but there's like a guy breaking into the house I was like she can't hear you yeah but unlike witches it's not because she's all the way over there in the house it's because she's drunk herself to she's sleep drunk and she's drunkenly passed out on yeah. the couch jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash twodrinkcinema. Cheers. Lashana Lynch is good as 007, and I like that there is another 007 designation. But I like a couple that of things. another agent helping him out that didn't turn into a bad guy. Sean Bean style. Mm. 006. Mm. Goldeneye. Are you up to that part of it where you just blow up the tanks in yeah, there? Yeah, that's the second. <laughs> oh, second mission. The second mission, you blow up the tanks, but then again later in the mission, it comes back. Spoiler alert. Yep. Of so the video game that's 25 years yeah, old. And the movie <laughs> that's older. The Lashana Lynch being re-designated as 007 is good, but one of the things that I've always heard people say about the fact that we've had now seven people play James Bond, eight if you count Peter Sellers, mm-hmm. is that James Bond is the name that goes with the 007 designation. Yeah, but now it's not. But it, it's not in this movie. Then, they're very quick to give James Bond a double O number. Again, yeah. Yes, but yeah. we don't tell Numi 007 what it is. Yeah. But then she's very quick to give up the 007 and give it back to Bond. Yes. But they don't say what her new number is. No. It got very confusing at some point. It was like... 007, I'm like, well, which who are you talking to? I feel like that was a, a, a bit of a... Could have been a chance for better character development. You at yeah. the, you said she's not super likable. Yes. I don't think her character is well developed, which is why I think she's not going to be having her own movies. Yeah. Because there were a couple of things where she was like, oh, she's the opposite to Bond. She follows the rules. Yeah, yeah. 
But then she didn't like Bond and she felt threatened by Bond, which you can understand. Obviously. Like if you start a new job and then the old person comes back to do your job, you'd be threatened. Yeah. And Especially if they were better than you. Or had 60 years more experience than yeah, you. Yeah. And so, yeah, she went from being very threatened and not liking Bond to then in a single plane trip to an island somewhere between Japan and Russia. Mm. It's just like, oh, let him be 007 again. Yeah, I like this guy. He's all right. Yeah. I also think that there wasn't really enough. She wasn't given that much screen time of developing a character. No. Because every time it was like, hey, you go find that guy. Bye. And then it was, oh, meet me here. I'm here now. And then it was just her shooting people. Which then adds to, I think, this movie being the end of the James Bond story arc. The movie is about James Bond wrapping up what he's wrapping up. You know what I want to see? A Anna de Armas movie. No, that's going to be a TV series on MGM Plus. Oh, MGM Plus. Or Eon Plus. MGM Premium, whatever you call it. I don't know. Plus? I don't know. What's Disney Plus, Paramount, I suppose. Disney Plus, Paramount Plus. Apple TV Plus. Apple, yeah, TV Netflix. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> um, Amazon Prime. Anyway, she was very good. And the Amas. A very different character to the last time she was opposite Daniel Craig. Yeah. Both of them. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, but, oh, isn't it great to see him together again? <laughs> yeah, I saw someone so on Facebook. Oh, it's great to see Anna de Armas and Daniel Craig share a screen again. Like, well, they've shared a screen once and it was in a movie two or three, four, two or three years ago. It was good. It was a good movie and they were very good together. But, like, it's not a classic combo. No, it's not... Um, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck getting back together. For the last duel. Yeah. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. Oh, it's good to see Jerry Seinfeld and Julia Louis-Dreyfus <laughs> share a screen again. I don't know if I'm comparing that to a bond. It's not It's not potential Dolly Parton's going to be on Grace and Frankie so he can have a nine-to-five reunion. Oh, really? Yeah. I should watch Grace and Frankie. Apparently that's happening, so... I should watch Grace and Frankie. Um, I haven't seen Nine to Five, actually. I shouldn't see that. I might go and see it on the stage. Do you want to go and see it on the stage when it comes with Marina Pryor? Yeah, why not? I only know one song. It's not a movie, so we won't talk about it on the podcast. That'll be our little stage offshoot. Um, Do drink musical? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anna de Armas' 10 minutes (laughs) is very good. Yeah. She's very good, and it's this... I don't know how she did that fighting. In that dress? In that dress and didn't have a nip slip. She didn't have a wardrobe malfunction. Because when she's just standing in the dress, yeah. it's barely covering the bits. Well, the yabos. It's barely covering all the bits. It's very covering a yabos or a yaya. I don't it, know what the, we're calling down there. The split is right up. <laughs> the slit. The, and I, the, the, the slit, slit of the dress. <laughs> yeah. Slit of the dress, whatever you want to call it, is right up. And I was thinking, oh, that's a bit unnecessary for 2021. Yeah. But then I'm seeing the fighting she's doing. Like, she has to have that split in her dress, or she's no doing yeah. spin kicks. She, she'll try and kick and just be like, uh, yeah. Uh. She'd be like more like the Little Mermaid. She's good. It was funny because she's quite nervous. It was funny how she was like, you know, it's her first mission or whatever. Yeah. And then they go, should we get a drink? 
gets a martini. She can not see it. Of course. She just skulls it. Yeah. She, she's and got, she doesn't want to sleep with Bond. No, not interested. I would see more movies with I'd Anna de Armas Anna in de Armas it. Anna de Armas too. Anna de Armas, the spin-off. What's yeah. her character name in the I movie? I don't remember. even know. That's a very Bond thing. We're talking about Bond tropes. Paloma. Oh, yes. A woman that just comes in and helps him in one location. Yeah. Because the Bond... And usually would end up sleeping with him. Yeah. The Bond thing is that the mission happens in often three acts, three continents. Yep. So we had the stuff in... Italy. Central America. Italy. Stuff at the start. Central America. Then Cuba, the Caribbean, Central America stuff. Yeah. Then we're back to London, Mm -hmm. Norway... Back to Europe. Norway. And then the, Asia. The island. And the, the Islands the, in Asia. Yeah. So we got our three continents. And there's often one person that just kind of helps him in each yeah. continent. So there's Madeleine in the Italy and the Norwegian bit. There's um, Paloma. Paloma in Cuba. Yep. Um, and then 007. 007 in the end. And Madeleine again. Yeah. Felix Leiter in Cuba too. Felix Leiter. Oh, Felix Leiter. Oh, dies Felix Leiter died. Alert. So that's I, I. It's very interesting how wrapped up the franchise is now. Yeah, I would. If it was me, I'd say no more James Bond. You can do MI six. Yeah, but not do James Bond and don't do another James Bond movie because you can't do a prequel. Because you've started, Casino Royale started. Yeah. So, and then you can't do a sequel because he's dead. Yes, you but... You can do stuff in between. You can do prequels because Casino Royale came after Die Another Day and reset. Oh, like a new storyline. If they... Do it, they will have to do a reset like they did in Casino Royale where he's not a double O yet. Or I just wouldn't do it. Like the Batman, Robert Pattinson yeah. coming. Yeah. It's not a reset. It's not an origin story because we've had Batman begins. Yeah. What they said they wanted to do, it's his second year as Batman. Oh, okay. So you could do he's just become a double O. And he's yeah. off rooting his way around the world. I wouldn't know. They will though. I will keep because doing because of Kaching. I will keep doing action movies of MI6 agent, but a completely different person with a completely different double O with a completely different name, but still have the same movie. So instead of doing more James Bond films, we'll get an Eon Cinematic Universe. Yes. Of Anna de Armas. Yep, of Felix Leiter, Nomi origin story. Felix Leiter origin story, Nomi TV series. M origin story. M another M. Do we think, or we do we think Ray finds Voldemort keeps going? I ca- I can't I can't <laughs> um. Especially Ray with... finds is a bad guy. I'm sorry, Ray finds well, is a bad guy. <laughs> when he speaks slowly, and he speaks slowly a few moments in. In this movie, as M, the slower he speaks, the more he sounds yeah. like Voldemort talking down to Harry Potter. Yes, and he so that's all like I Harry can Potter. Hear I mean, Voldemort. Yeah, 
Obviously, he doesn't look like he's, he's got a nose he in this film. He sounds like Voldemort, but he looks like the Nazi from Schindler's List. <laughs> and put the two together, it's terrible. And they've killed a lot of people. Yeah, we've got so many people. Yeah. But it's just like, I can't, I, you're, I can't look at Ray Fiennes and not see a bad guy. Even English patient. I'm like, you die. Just die already. You're a bad guy. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. There. Does he die? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't know. It's a long movie. Anyway. In the MI6 office. <gasps> a Q origin story. Sorry. Done. That's the last one I'm going to do. No. A Q branch TV series. Of oh, them creating an invention and sending an invention out with a different agent each time. And you could see that he has help. <laughs> he doesn't just do everything yeah, himself yeah. at the drop of a hat. Sometimes M's just like, Q, do this. And he's like, okay, yep. Can yeah. you patch me in or hack into his eyeball? That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the Cyclops guy has a bionic eyeball. We and, know we've seen the movie. And then he it was like, you just hack into Cyclops' eye. Do you, are you sure no, they've you got Blofeld's eye. Yes. Out of his eye in the prison, and then Q hacks into that so that he can see what Cyclops is seeing and knows where Logan Ash is. Yes. Because he hacks into it in real time. But the way he just says, hack into his eye, just like, how many times do you think I've hacked into an eyeball? It's all computers. If you it's can hack binary. into one computer, you can hack into any computer. He's a good Q, Ben Wishaw. Yeah, he is good. I do like the old Q. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, and then John Cleese did it for a bit, didn't he? Yeah. Was he? Was he Casino Royale? Or was he like? No, I think he was the end of the Brosnan era. Um. Yeah, the, a Q origin story would be interesting because then you could get more technology and inventions, and it'd be funny to see them try things and fuck it up. Following actor Llewellyn's death in 1999, John Cleese's character took over the job of the former Q, beginning with Die Another Day. Oh, wow. So he was R before he was Q. Oh, M-H-L-M-N-O-P though. L-M-N-O-P-Q-R. So it's a re-motion? Do you go up? So is an M and there is there an L? But M is always the boss. But who's L? Like, why M? Because his name and starts M with M. M comes from Mallory. So you can only get the job if your name starts with M. Because it wouldn't, could you imagine me like, thanks, B? Nah, doesn't work. That's, that's men in black shit, that is. Yeah. <laughs> J, K, Z. Chris that's a good movie, with. actually. Add it to the list. Add it to the list. Overall. Before we go on. Correct. And we've talked about. Lashana Lynch. Yeah. Being a good 007, but then all of a sudden liking James Bond. Yes. Then, as soon as she says, I'll give him back 007, she's completely irrelevant to the rest of the movie. Yeah, she could have stayed home. Yeah, she could have gone, all right, I'm going back, drive my Aston Martin back to my London apartment, and that's it. Yeah. Like, she was completely irrelevant she, to the whole rest of the story. She kind of helped. She picked him up. She picked him in up. In Norway, that's it. And then she... Walked with him into the... She flew them in with that little weird bird. James thing. Bond could have flown that. He helped... She helped... She punched that Russian guy in the face. 
that was only because he was annoying her. True. She completely relevant to the rest of the movie. Yeah. Until she has the worst line in the movie. Do you know what time it is? Time oh, to die. Time to die. But then I was like, but asking what it's t- called no time to die. But asking what time it is is not relevant to the rest of the movie. It's not like in the scene before she used her watch as the electromagnetic pulse and then lost her watch. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, only I, so he can put in there time to die. But the movie is called No Time to Die. Yeah, so it didn't really make sense. Yeah. No time to die. So that felt odd to me is that you've written in this big character of being the new 007 because everybody says it shouldn't be a man anymore. Yeah. But then for the last act, she's completely relevant. Yeah, it would have been better if they had to do it together. Yes. Which they did for a bit. But then after like three minutes, it was just like, oh, if I don't come back, blow me up. Or because she's only been 007 for two years... She needs a bit of his help and she learns how to be a better double O from him. Yes. As a, you know, when you start a new job, there's a bit of handover. Yeah, if you're lucky. If you're lucky. Or there's at least a handbook to look at that the guy before you wrote. James Bond writing little manuals, how-to guides. How How to to, um, sleep with any number of women (laughs) and not get VD. (laughs) Why Chinese girls taste different. Oh, no, not again. (laughs) No. Connery throwback. Oh. Awkward. And then what's the one, the Connery one, where like the Japanese girls are obsessed with his hair? Oh. That's um a bad one. It's not great. I can't remember and which he, one. And he but says, it was awkward. There's, there's a proverb about birds don't make nests in a bear tree. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's something like that. It was weird. Yeah. Speaking of chests, um, I thought half of this movie was just going to be Daniel Craig shirtless. Yes. Like scene one, shirtless. Shirt. Then he has a shirt. Then it's a very small shirt. Then it's like, oh, got to take that shirt off. Oh, got to be naked in the shower. Oh, shirt, 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 shirt. Yeah, and he's like, we almost see the bits. Yeah. In the outdoor shower. Yeah. It's in You Only Live Twice. Yeah, that was Tiger Tanaka says, you know what it is about you that fascinates them, don't you? It's the hair on your chest. Japanese men all have beautiful bare skin. James Bond says, Japanese proverb say, this is a direct (laughs) quote. I'm not doing this. Japanese proverb say, bird never make nest in bear tree. These movies are less... That's from the same movie as... James is in bed with Ling, a Chinese woman. Why do Chinese girls taste different from all other girls? Then she says, you think we better, huh? Direct quote again, sorry. Yes. Um, this is less problem. Oh, God. This is the, this, <laughs> then it goes on. I forgot this bit. James Bond says, no, just different. Like Peking duck is different from Russian caviar, but I love them both. Ling says, Uh-oh. darling, I give you very best duck. Autocorrect. Autocorrect. <laughs> Nobody means ducking. Yep, we've all we've all promised someone the best duck on text message. Um Let's have a chat. An open, honest chat. 
Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. The other thing that I couldn't concentrate on, Madeline, Madeline, yes, um, who's played by Leah Sudi. I don't know how I'm pronouncing that, but she's, she's French. Good. She's good, but her she looks like Haley Steinfeld. And Millie Bobby Brown had a baby and created her and it was putting me off for some reason. Oh, okay. Because I was yeah. like, it was kind of annoying me because it looked a lot like either one of them at certain points. Then I was like, but it's not her. Because some people, <laughs> I'm like, that's not Haley. No, okay. Oh, yep, yep. It was a bit weird. That was putting me off. That's it. The that's best, all I got to say. A, a new way of describing what that, like that, is not like, usually they say, you know, Haley Steinfeld and Millie Bobby Brown's love child. Yes. I saw one today. There was a picture of Anya Taylor-Joy with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And there was someone retweeted the picture and says, her boyfriend looks like if Finn Wolfhard was Cillian Murphy. <laughs> so oh. like, instead of like, it looks like a cross between Finn yeah, Wolfhard yeah. and Cillian Murphy. It's like, it looks like if Finn Wolfhard was Cillian Murphy. Yeah. And like you go, yeah, yeah, he does look like that. Um, there is no lack of bad puns. In this movie, either. Oh yeah, he um he has the electromagnetic watch. Yes, and then he uses it to blow up Cyclops's eye, which this guy thought was hilarious. Yeah, there was not me. Like in the front. guy next to he us. was like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's good, mate. It's great." His yeah, I blew up in his head. But then Chainsaw goes, "Q, I just showed someone your new watch. It blew his mind," and I'm just like. Oh yeah, I knew showed, what he was gonna say. Showed too, like looked yeah. with the eye. Yeah, I was like, I know what he's gonna say, but yeah. still, when he said it, I'm like, Ugh. and then there were other things as well. I can't remember what they were at the time. He does but, do that really well, but yeah, Daniel Craig does it well. I need an Aston Martin. Patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema. <laughs> it's gonna be, need to be a lot of three dollar patrons. Yeah. About a hundred thousand of you need to sign up. <laughs> That's it. All I need is three dollars, right? Do I for do two I months? <laughs> two months, so you can get one too. Okay. All I need everybody who listens to do is sign up for the three dollar one, and then tell ninety nine thousand nine hundred of their friends to do the same. <laughs> we get a hundred thousand scheme of some three dollar patrons. Yeah, yeah. and I'll give you all a signed photograph of me and the Aston Martin. Okay, done for three bucks. That's all I need. Done. Um, I don't want the new one. I don't want Lashana Lynch's one. Nah, I, I don't Daniel want Daniel Craig's. I also one. don't want her sunglasses. I want the one that they murdered at the end of Skyfall. I don't care Judy Dench Judy died. Dench. That was the sad ending. Oh, I'm like, you want Judy they Dench? Blew up that Aston Martin DB5 from Goldfinger. Um, yes. It's a good movie. Get back to them to get back to it. Some people have been disappointed. I'm like, if you go to. No time to die expecting a Bond movie. That is, you won't be disappointed. That is 100%. If you were to show someone, go, what is a Bond movie? You would show that. It has yeah. everything in it yep. except these, this one, because it's probably because it's a wrap up storyline thing mm. compared to the older ones. There's a lot more soppy love shit. There was no like soppy, yeah. oh, I love you, 
octopusy, pussy galore. No. It was just like, no, I just want to pussy fucking galore. leave. I just want to... You just want the best duck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was no love. It was just lust. Now it's like, oh, she's great. I've got a kid now. It's growth. Growth. It's growth. And he sacrifices himself because love. Yeah. And it takes Q a long time to realize what he's doing. <laughs> he's like, no, you can't go. What are you doing? You should be out there now. It's like, oh, there's been an issue. No, you need to leave now. It's like, ah, no, there's been an issue. It's like... Oh fuck! You know, I think <laughs> Q realizes he sacrifices himself, but then then adds to that the fact that Rami Malik poisoned him with the nanobots. Yeah. Of nanobots are such a great thing because nobody understands what the fuck they are yeah. except Iron Man. I think that if there was going to be another one, it could have just they may as well just been a Bond movie about NFTs. I fucking no idea. Yeah, no one knows. No, nah. everyone's going to go. Rami Malik is selling NFTs and he's going to use them to murder everyone in the world. Sure. Sure. I actually believe that. Yep. And he funded it all with Dogecoin. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's a believable storyline. How many shaken martinis out of five? Actually, we're going to give it two ratings. Okay. As a movie. As a movie. And as a Bond movie. As a Bond movie. Okay. okay. So. Oh God. As a oh. Bond movie, how many martinis shaken not stirred? Um. Four. Yeah, all right. Four. I'm um, going to give it... Actually, and a half? I'm going to give it four and a four half. Four and a half. Um, Only because I said four, but then I was thinking like, I couldn't think of much that was bad. Out of five or out, out of, five. of six? Not out of six. <laughs> out of five. <laughs> right. The opposite of Roger Ebert. Yeah. Um, four and a half out of five. Because it was like, it's a Bond movie and it's very, it does all the things you want in a Bond movie. Yeah. And it adds the personal growth storyline. As a movie? Probably like a three and a half. Yeah. 3.75. I don't know. I'm going to give it a four as a movie because... But it is still a good movie. It's a very good movie. You don't... But the, the reason I'm giving it slightly lower as a movie than a Bond movie is because I think you get a lot more out of it if you've seen the other four Daniel Craig's. And you understand yeah. the five movie kind of arc yep. that we've been on. There were bits that don't make it like compared to other Bond ones pre-Daniel Craig. There are bits in it where you need to know a little bit to get why it's such a thing. The whole like Blofeld thing. Yeah, yeah. You need to know that there's the thing with the Spectre and the Watson and the... Well, and that's the, the other thing that they've wrapped up. Yeah, wrapped every, up Spectre. Every single Spectre person is dead. Yeah, including because... Blofeld. And Blofeld goes all the way back to... Thunderball. Yeah. Or earlier. Was it? It was always called Spectre. Yeah. And even in, uh, in the books, it's called Smirsh, which is not doesn't Smurfs. roll quite as well off the tongue. Soviet no. military counterintelligence. What's it stand for? Spectre. No, Smirsh. In the books, Smirsh stands for... Um, I don't know. It's gone. Doesn't matter. But Blofeld is, yeah, goes all the way back to Thunderball. Mm. So, oh, well, the, the 1961 was novel Thunderball. by Charles Gray? Uh, no. no. Ernst Stavro Blofeld. 
Donald Pleasance. That's Donald Pleasance. Oh, okay. In You Only Live Twice. Right. So I think his first movie was You Only Live Twice. In But he was in the book of... Anyway, there's... When you look up Bond, some of some things tell you things about the novels, some things tell you things about the movies, and then you've got to do a whole lot of readings to put it all together. Yeah. So anyway, Blofeld and Spectre are gone. That's why Bond with the whole thing. is dead. Yeah. Nomi has another 00 designation that isn't 007 now. She'll get it back. But maybe she doesn't need to. But what are they going to do with 007? Retire it because he's actually dead now. Yeah. But surely that's not a thing. If a double O dies, they don't resign the number because then they'll end up, that would happen all the time. You'll end up with double O three thousand. Yeah. Anything could happen. True. Um, They're starting from scratch now. Also, the the movie goes for like a while. It goes for nearly three hours. Yeah, it's a long one. But it didn't feel that long. No, it felt well paced. Yeah. There wasn't much kind of dead weight in terms of time. Because it was they were able to explain the story pretty easily. Like, you get this on your skin, you can kill certain people with certain DNA. Done. Yeah. yeah. Good. Ah, that sounds bad. Let's go. But also that wasn't that was well put into the story so that when we when it happens later to Bond, we remember it. Yes. But it wasn't like, oh, and by the way, remember that now it is on your skin, it will be on there forever. Yeah. In a way that's like, oh, okay, we're going to need to know that in an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we remembered it. But Bond did remind us by asking Q again, just in case. Mm. It's not like if you watch a TV series like Game of Thrones, and it's like previously on Game of Thrones, and then you're in season four, and then it shows something that happened in season one, and you're like, oh, this is going to be important and something significant. With this person is going to happen with this person. Oh, yeah. Person. Previously on Game of Thrones, it throws back three seasons yeah. to one character. You're like, oh, I haven't heard from them in a while. They must be coming back yeah, today. They're coming back. And then you see them on the screen like, oh, okay, now I know something significant is going to happen there. So I think it's right up there in terms of James Bond movies, like if you were ranking yes. them. And I think 10. it's right up there in terms of spy action thriller type movies, but it's yeah. less of the thriller. Yeah, there's little bits of suspense in it. Yeah. Like I, when he, that one point when they go and see Blofeld at the crazy, pl- the nut house. Yep. Um, and Madeline, Madeline fuck, has got the stuff on her, <laughs> on her skin. Yeah. And then she gets scared. And then, then Bond touches her. So then he's got it on his skin. Yeah, and that's then it's good all suspense. looks like, like he's going to touch him. He's going to touch him. But the later suspense is a little bit taken away. By the fact that we're pretty sure Bond's going to sacrifice himself. But also, we know Bond always saves the day in the end. Yeah. So, the shock of him dying isn't as shocking when you know it's Daniel Craig's last movie. And Blofeld's died and Spectre's done. And yeah. Lighter's died and someone else has been given 007. Yeah. It's all a bit like, well, he's going to die. Let us know what you think as well, obviously, because everybody's seen the movie. Four and a half from both of us. Yes. For a Bond film, three and a half from you, four from me as an action film. Thank you for listening to another episode of To Drink Cinema. We'll be back to our normal programming on Tuesday. Cheers. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Sox Entertainment. For more of Odd Sox Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese. <laughs>